Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. And welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Welcome, Rory. Welcome, Paul. It's great to be here. I love talking about uh, Coaching for Potential. Yes, we do a series of podcasts helping people use coaching to develop themselves. But why do you so? Why are you so passionate about coaching? Well, I love it. I, I absolutely love the process. I love to see the transformation. And I've got um, we're going to do a podcast, probably about two or three podcasts from now. But I just got a letter this week from a client. We we're doing a coaching session, and uh, they they did the annual review of the employee, and they asked the employee to evaluate themselves. And she just wrote this incredible letter about what an impact her boss has had on her uh, over the last year working together. And I just thought, you know, that is so cool. So I've been working with this client for about six months and to see this manager transform and to see her transform the relationship where things were bad with the employee, mm. but now they're just like going glowing. And so she's just, she just wrote a great letter. And that's why I do it, to see the transformation with the employees, to see the transformation with the managers, to see the process change. And so what we're doing today is we're going to talk about the stick six Strategic Questions uh, by Marshall Goldsmith. Marshall Goldsmith is the absolute guru of CEO evaluations, or excuse me, CEO uh, coaching. Okay. And he's got six questions. Uh, I highly encourage you to watch his video. He's going to do a much better job than I'm going to do, but I'm going to give you the six questions today. If you Let know. me ask you this. Sure. Is it, does it, is it the same concepts that you have coaching an executive as you coach anyone else? The exact same concepts. Because what you're doing is you're trying to get them to evaluate what they can do to improve themselves. Because the first thing you've got to do is create awareness. Mm -hmm. And if you don't create awareness, you, can't you cannot create responsibility. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is ask them effective questions about you know, what's going on in your life, what's going on in your business, how do you want to improve it, what are the challenges that you have, and then go from there. Well, it's interesting because there's so many uh, consultants and projects that talk about executive coaching, but really it's the same concepts that all employees should learn, and that's kind of what you're bringing to us. Absolutely. Executive coaching or coaching of employees, same questions, same concepts. You want to create awareness and responsibility so they grow. That's the, that's the absolute key right there. So you have the six questions of strategic change. That's exactly right. So question number one is, when you're sitting down with the employee, obviously you, you build rapport, build a relationship, how's things going, how's the family, all of that kind of thing. Um, but the next thing you do is, here's the first question. And you ask them, where are we going? And you have them kind of restate our vision, our mission, our values. What's important for the organization? Where are we going? It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be as elaborate as the mission statement. It doesn't have to be as elaborate as the vision statement. But you want to make sure that you're in sync, that you've got the same goals, the same processes to say, where are we going? Because a lot of managers don't ask that question. Let me ask you this. Have you ever had a manager sit down with you? And you've been in the workforce for a very long time. long time. Yeah. Right. Have you ever had a manager ask you that question? No. And, no. And look at the missed opportunities. Right. Because here's the key. So many managers, like, I'll just give you an example. When I made a mistake when I was younger, um, and, and it, it wasn't a huge mistake, but it was a pretty big mistake. And a, and a manager pulled me in to correct me. And he spent an entire hour just talking about my mistake. Hmm. And where he could have said is, okay, this has happened. What do you plan to do? How would you handle it differently? And where do we go from here? If he just asked that, we'd have been done in 10 minutes. So should the question be, um, where are we going? Does that mean the the employee and the manager, the department, 
the organization? I mean, where, where, where's it, the starting It can starting be all point? of those. It can be all of those. Because the thing is, you want to make sure that the employee is, you're in sync with that employee with regards to your vision, your mission, where do you want the organization to go? And it can be, it can be departmental. You can focus it down. But where are we going? What are they? It, because they're, gonna, they're not going to talk too long about the mission. They're not going to too long about the vision. They're gonna, but we want them to be able to say what we're, in fact, trying to achieve. Okay. We want them strategic alignment. And that's the most important key. Um, and so we want those to be aligned. Well, in, in that question, too, there's this underlying that it's us. It's, it's our goal. I'm right. going to help you with that goal. I think it's so important for managers to say it's us against the problem rather than us against each other. You know, a, a, a team faces a problem. But when you work against each other, you know, then you have this conflict, internal mm-hmm. conflict. And but if you say, "Hey, let's let's focus on how do we fix this problem rather than having this issue right here," is an, is a very important key. Good starting question. Yep. And then the next question is, where are you going? Where are you going? And so I think that's a great question. You know, where does this employee want to go? Where do they want to be? You know, down the road, and 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 that's so wide open. It allows them to talk about what they want to be. Um, I had a manager one time, and and he uh, in my best boss book, and he asked an employee, "Where do you want to go?" And uh, she said, "Well, you know, she hemmed and hawed, and he he kept pressing and pressing and pressing." And so after about five or ten minutes later, she finally said, "I really want your job." And he goes, "Great, I want to teach you how to do my job." And so for the next eighteen months. He groomed her, he coached her, he trained her for that job. And then when a promotion came up, guess what? He got the promotion and then she got the promotion because they asked managers, do you have somebody who's ready to take your job? Because they wanted a smooth transition within the organization. So you know, that's one plus one leadership. What's that next spot that you could have? Do you have that next person ready? And he had that next person ready, so he got a promotion that other people missed because they hadn't been coaching their employees and he coached her. How do you handle those folks? And we talk- talked about in the last couple podcasts that don't want a promotion. They kind of want to stay there. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that same question? Uh, then then you ask them that question too. Where are you going? Because the thing is, I don't want them to have 20 years of the same year over and over again. You know, we mm-hmm. want them to grow or progress. How are they going to help the organization? How are they, you know, because if they're there and they're a great employee and they want to stay where they're at, that's excellent. But they should be an expert. They should be a content expert, and they should be able to help other people with that content, with that information. So that's the I think that's the key to that process. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Next question. I, I love this question. What do you think you are doing well? And, you know, what a great question to ask an employee. And then when they say, you know, I'm doing this well, affirm them. Uh, because one of the things that I work with, with uh, clients, and I tell them this often, I say, if you're not going to fire them, affirm them, build them up, star them up. Because I always like to give stars out when I do my presentations, you know. And and, and you've got to be affirming that person to say, okay, if, if you know, affirm them, coach them, star them up, affirm what they're doing. You're doing a great job here. So when an employee tells you this is what I'm doing well, you know, I think you're doing a great job at that too. And you're even going to be a rock star when you do this and this and this. Rather than never use the word but. You never want to use the word but. You always want to use and mm-hmm. replace and with but whenever you give feedback to someone and I will help you do these these and these because that's going to launch your career in this direction. 
So I just think that's just a such an important question. What are you doing well? And I'm not going to ask you this. You've been working in the workplace a long time. Oh, so you, long. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm sure that groan, everybody out there that's listening to this is getting the same, oh, my God, right. I've got, I, I know that groan that mm-hmm. comes out of me in the morning on Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, but the question, but, but have you ever had a manager ask you that question? What are you doing well? I have. I've actually had that one before. But the problem is... How often, though? Not often enough. Mm-hmm. That's it. But the question that is not what you're doing well is what do you think you're doing well, which mm-hmm. I think is even more powerful because that really can identify where someone's coming from and what they think is important as opposed to what are you doing well? I'm hitting my sales numbers. What are you doing well? I'm servicing customers. Well, okay. But what do you think you're doing well mm-hmm. as opposed to mm-hmm. just those basic metrics? Absolutely. And so that's a great question. It, it is a great question. I, and I love that from Marshall Goldsmith. And, you know, and that's... That's the question number three, so we'll come back to number four here in a moment or two. Yeah, let's let's uh, take a uh, quick break, and we'll be back with more coaching for potential. We'll hear more about the six questions of strategic change. Rory on It's Your Choice. So one day, about three weeks later, we had a crisis occur in the house, and the crisis is this. The bathtub filled up. We've got one kid clean, three to go, and it will not drain. Now, our daughter had taken a bath. Our boys weren't clean yet. We've got to go to a wedding tomorrow. So I, I said, why not just have the boys take a bath in their sister's bath water? <laughs> My sons were not excited about that. I went to them, hey, boys, what do you think? They go, yeah! So then I go downstairs to unclog the drain. I can see the pipe coming down from the bathtub over here, going over here, and there's a big pipe over here. I know this one works. I don't know anything about plumbing as well as know about anything about making decks, right? I know nothing about any of those things. So it is a plastic pipe. I have no idea what possessed me, but I, oh, I just reach up, and I start to unscrew the pipe. My yell, wife yells from upstairs. She goes, it's draining. I mean, it's spraying out. I'm getting drenched. I'm wet. I'm soaked. I'm mad. I'm angry. I yell upstairs, hey, Teddy, give me some towels. What do you need towels for? I'm all wet. How'd you get wet? I unscrewed the pipe. That was stupid. <laughs> He's been listening to How to Build High Self Esteem for three weeks. I think, oh, yeah, get upstairs. He gets this big smile on his face. He's going to use some of the information he's learned. And they love this moment, don't they? They love this He moment. goes, Dad? You can be wet and happy. (laughs) You can be wet and sad. It's your choice. (laughs) For more information on booking Rory for speaking or coaching, please visit RoryRoland.com. Welcome back to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. We are discussing the six questions of strategic change. And this comes from some of your uh, research and experience of executive coaching, but it can work with really with any employee. It can work with any employee. I think it's a great it's a great questions for any employee. It's from Marshall Goldsmith. He's got a great audio series online with these six questions, but they were so powerful. I wanted to share those with, uh, with all of you. Uh, but the fourth one is, you know, can I give you suggestions for improvement? Hmm. And he's talking about feed forward, and he doesn't want to give feedback because feedback always looks backwards. And what are we going to do going forward? 
Uh, there's another great book we're going to probably preview going in the future, and it's the, it's solution focused coaching. And in in solution focused coaching, you don't worry about the problem; you focus on how can we fix this, what can we do going forward. But I love Marshall Goldsmith's question here: is feed forward. You know, can I give you some improvement or some suggestions for improvement that I see that you may want to consider? And then I think it'd be it's great to propose this as a question. Okay, here's an area I think you can improve on. How important is that for you to improve on? And you know, give me your feedback. So then you can have an absolute discussion dialogue on their perspective. Because what you want to do with coaching is you want to be a, you want to be an interaction with the employee. You don't want to just tell them this is what you need to do. This is where you need to focus. This is what you got to do. And you reaffirm that you care about their development. That's what I love about that question. Absolutely. Because, I mean, that should be the foundation of coaching is mm-hmm. you, you want to see people transform. And that's what geeks me up about this business is I get to see people transform and to see them uh, progress and go forward. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I sent uh, three cakes to client, uh, one for each of the branches. And I said, you had a great, uh, great year. And uh, they were all surprised, and, and they, they were excited about it. But what, what it did for me is I had worked with them when they were struggling, when things were difficult. Uh, they didn't even know if they were probably going to survive as an organization. And working two and a half years with them later, and then we've had this absolutely spectacular year, blown the doors oh, off, great. doing probably two to three times the loan volume of the average organization their size does. And, and so, you know, it's got, you got to celebrate. you got to spike the football when you hit the end zone. And so uh, that's what geeks me up is to see them progress, to see them mm-hmm. get better, to see them improve. And, and, and as managers, that's what we should see. And so I just think that's a great question is great question. can I offer suggestions? So and the important key here, too, is asking permission mm-hmm. to suggest. You know, ask permission. Is mm-hmm. it okay? Uh, they'll all, I've never had an employee yet say no. But you want to get them involved. You want their right. permission. Well, they want that. They're not going to say no because they're asking to suggest for your improvement. Right. They're not saying, "Can I criticize you now?" Or right. can I right uh, make you feel bad about your performance? You know. Can I beat you up? Hey, dude. Can I give you ten? Give me ten minutes to beat you up. Right. Right. <laughs> That's not that question. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and however, the, the, but a lot of managers, I think, make that mistake and they That's spend right. ten minutes beating them up. Mm-hmm. Well, just like I said earlier, I had a manager. I made a mistake. 60 minutes he was talking about how I messed this up. I knew I messed it up. And he went into elaborate detail and the impact it made on other people. I'm completely aware of that. I screwed up. You know, however, he could have just done it in a coaching session. What happened? What would you do differently now? How would you handle it going forward? And will you ever do that again? It's like, no. Right. You know, I learned from it. It was pa- was it painful? Oh, it was incredibly painful. But the 60 minutes of hearing it over and over and over again from his perspective, and he was very genteel, he was very nice, he was very polite. But it's like, good God, give me a break. <laughs> you know, morale will improve when the beating stops. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, my morale was not very good. So anyway, I, I just love that question. And the fifth question, I think, is a great one too. How can I help you? Uh, as a manager, as a coach, you know what resources do you need? Are there any tools that you need? Are there, there are any training you need? Is it you know how can I help you? And and because employees are going to ha- probably have that in mind, you know, if I could get this or I could get that or if I just had you know this you know computer system or whatever it was, um, and and typically the the fixes are not elaborate, but you know how can I help you? Uh, and then you know because the other question is how many times have managers asked you that question in your career? I've had some that done that, but not not enough. And right. also, I think it's an interesting question. If you only ask it during a performance appraisal or during a coaching session, you should always be available to do that question. But at least these 
this structure is making you ask that question. Absolutely. We're going to talk about does that. Does that make sense? It, it does. And and and, it, and we're going to talk about that in a, in a second with Marshall Goldsmith's idea of mutual responsibility. And he's got a great idea on, on reflecting back of that. And section, excuse me, question six is what suggestions do you have for me? And mm. so, you know, to, to give, you know, the employee to give them feedback on how they can improve or how they can get better. And so he recommends you do this, this one-on-one dialogue about every, you know, 90 days with employees. Just, you know, get together with them about four times a year, ask these questions, how are we going, where are we at, things like that. But what managers reported to him was he act, they actually spent less time coaching employees because of having these conversations than trying to dialogue and dictate to them what you should be doing. So I think that's the important that key. Sense. And so then he goes on to, okay, what suggestions you have of me? And he basically and, goes— And just to throw out that, sure. what a great question to model, you know, how to receive feedback and how to uh, improve yourself. I love— Feedback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I, I didn't always love feedback. Right. I didn't always love feedback. Uh, my very, I, I don't know if I've told this story of or not, if you stop me if I have, <laughs> but uh, my very first, uh, one of my very first speaking engagements, and I had just got hired by a seminar company and I wasn't very good and I was brand new to the business and I was nervous and so I spoke very, very fast. And so I asked a guy at the break, I said, what do you think about the seminar? And he literally, he's, he's washing his hands in his bathroom. He slings his hand around. The water slings across the mirror. His finger's about an inch from my nose. And he goes, you're talking so fast, I can't follow along what you're doing. <laughs> and so I said, I'll tell you what. How about if I make eye contact with you, and when I do an exercise correctly, or you follow the, the, the thought process, shake your head yes, and then I'll continue on. If you shake your head no, I'll repeat the process in a different way so that I can get the idea across from you. And that was one of the greatest lessons I ever learned. And it's where I fell in love with feedback because I recognized the only way I can deliver the product that that client wants is to get that feedback that, yes, it's working or no, it's not. You need that guy in every one of your seminars. I do. I do. <laughs> but, you know, but now I've learned over the years to, to how to read, read feedback, yeah. to how to read. And here's the key as a speaker, and this is not a coaching tip, but the, key, the speaker's tip is I call it the elbow effect. If you've got a room and you're at classroom seating where you've got tables in front of you and their elbows, everybody's elbows on the table or everybody's taking notes, mm-hmm. you got them. If they're leaning back, you need to get more engaged. You need to get something happening. Wow. But it's the elbow effect. It 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 tell it is absolutely, and there's a high correlation between the elbow effect and your scores. That is an extra little nugget <laughs> a, of information that you didn't get your you didn't think you were going to get on this podcast, but you did. That's right. That, that's that's a bonus one. <laughs> bonus. But but the last bonus question is mutual responsibility, and and, and he says if you need more feedback. Don't wait for me to do that. My door is open, and we have mutual responsibility. I'm going to meet with you, you know, occasionally. But if you've, in the meantime, you feel like there's, you need more feedback, that you need a, pro, you know, you need some, some guidance. You have a responsibility too to come in to talk to me because I don't want it to be later down the road. Well, hell, you know, we never, we never talked about this. Well, yeah, you should talk about it. And it's your responsibility too to come in to me as a manager to say, hey, do you have a few minutes? I need to talk about this. And that way you can do it. So I love that concept of of mutual responsibility. So let's go over the six of them. Let's just, do it. Just to, re, to rephrase. So the first one is, where are we going? The second one is, where are you going? What do you think you are doing well? So that gives them the opportunity to talk about, hey, this is what I'm doing well. This, you know, So you can affirm them and, and charge them up. I love to star them up. And then 
you know, do you mind if I give you some suggestions for improvement? Feed forward. Don't talk about the past, but how are we going to get better in the future? Then question number five is, how can I help you? And then question number six is, what suggestions do you have of me? And then the mutual responsibility pledge, where if you need additional coaching information, you know, come to me and we can talk about it. Wonderful. Terrific. Wonderful. And, and you got those again from Marshall Goldsmith. Goldsmith, and that's a great videos to watch. It is a great video. He is absolutely the, the guru of CEO executive uh, coaching. And uh, so Marshall's just absolutely fantastic. And uh, if uh, people want to get a hold of me, they can yeah. get a hold of me at RoyRoland.com, R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D. It's got all of my contact information. And uh, we'll talk again in the next broadcast. All right. Thank you, Rory. This has been Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Roland. For more information and content, visit RoryRoland.com.